This uh, came from Gumtree.com. Gumtree. It's kind of like a Craigslist. Okay, so this is the actual advertisement. Hello, I am looking for a lodger in my house. I'm an old man who has enjoyed a long and storied life at sea. I know I do not wish to spend my remaining years alone when I have such stories to share. A walrus saved your life? This guy wants to turn me into an animal. Let's take bets. Does it end well? <laughs> welcome to Cybercast. Alright, welcome folks. This is Cybercast uh, 031. Correct, guys? Exactly. Okay. Sir, yeah. <clears throat> Another special episode uh, where we don't cover anything newsworthy. Uh, it's kind of a get to know your Cybercast. And... Uh, a movie review? Is it a review yeah. or are we just going to rip it apart? A uh, discussion, oh. I guess. <laughs> yeah, reviews are not different. I don't know. Okay. Yeah, I don't think I could review one. A discussion is what I would say. Mm-hmm. And if you're a fan, and I know you are, you already know what movie we're talking about. It's, uh, <laughs> it's Tusk. The challenge I made to the whole cast uh, to watch, which, which uh, we got the whole cast in the house. Guys, say hello. Uh, first of all, I'm Dick Daly. What's up, Dick? What's up? You got uh, Clay in the house. What's going on? You got uh, Tosh. Point Yellow. That's <laughs> <laughs> Tosh. Does anybody call you that? Nobody um, throws that at you? Tosh no, Yellow. no, just you. No? <laughs> <laughs> and Tyler. Yeah, so, what's up? All right, so the whole cast is in the house. Yes. Yeah, so today we're going to start with uh, the the Get to Know Us, the Cybercast. Oh, yes. And Uh, and, and Clay came up with a question. Mm -hmm. And the question is, uh, is it just for the the year? What are you doing just in general? So what are you doing to to be healthy, right? Yeah, yeah. But the thing is that the reason I'm thinking about it is because, you know, everybody thinks about health issues, health, you know, the resolutions at the beginning of the year, right? Exercise resolutions, health resolutions. Right. So I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm exploring it now. I, I don't like resolutions. I usually like, you know, evolutions, you know, like to evolve myself, not to resolve myself. But I figured, well, everybody's thinking about this at this time of the year. Mm-hmm. Why not? Fair enough. Hmm. Yep. So he's going to go first. I thought he didn't do New Year's resolutions. Uh, sorry, say it again, Ty? I th- I thought you didn't do. New I Year's I don't do right. no I don't do them. I just but this is sort of my New Year's evolution. That's that's what I call ah. it really. Um, okay. So it's just me evolving and uh, hopefully becoming a better me instead of being Clay. You know, one point oh. I, I hopefully I can become Clay one point one. You know. Not two point oh. Clay Clay two thousand. <laughs> Clay two thousand. You know, wow. I kind of like that. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah. So, you know, th- basically, what is it that we're doing to get healthy, stay healthy, you know, stay fit, get fit? And for me, I started running again. Oh. And uh, I actually started running when when Tosh was running the uh, the uh, marathons. I basically picked it up again. How many did you and run? And how, how, how much? Yeah, Tosh ran several marathons. I, just didn't work. I think 
too. He right. Well, I, I did one a ten mile run and a half marathon. Uh, the okay. half marathon was a couple of weeks ago. Right, right. Yeah, so I started exploring that because you know I was like, okay, well, you know, uh, let me see. Maybe I should do that. And then I just started looking into different um, gyms, and I figured I'd give a uh, CrossFit a try. <laughs> so, the, <laughs> so I had my first CrossFit class on on Friday, and uh, it was pretty interesting. What wow. does that mean? CrossFit. <laughs> yeah, it's like this. Um, oh, you you haven't heard the, of CrossFit? Is that in, is that in Holland right now? Yeah, I'm pretty sure they have it in Holland because it's like I mean, it's, it's CrossFit itself is some registered like trademark thing. Um, Associated with Reebok, uh, right or no? Well, Reebok does a lot of sponsoring for the CrossFit Games and stuff like that, okay. and they have like they have a lot of sh- like Reebok right now has was like first to the market with shoes for CrossFit. Mm-hmm. Like CrossFit shoes by Reebok have usually like this rubberized side so that when you're doing the rope climbs, it helps you with the grip. Mm. Mm. You know, which I realized that I need a pair of Reeboks now because my Nikes were not cutting it. My regular <laughs> old Nikes. Yeah, when I did the rope climb, were you slipping? I wasn't slipping because I was re- I was actually using my upper body more. But they said that you have to try to use your whole body, which means that you will eventually like use your core better more instead of just either your legs or your arms. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that makes you know? sense. So, yeah, yeah, and so it was. Uh, it was interesting, exhausting. Um, yeah, it's um, you know, I, while I was doing it, I, I I thought to myself, oh my gosh, I want to quit. But I said to myself, this is what I'm gonna do. So let me just finish this one hour training, and uh, I'm happy I made it. So so oh, is cool. is it like a high intensity thing, like a high intensity interval thing? Yeah, it's pretty high intensity. Yeah, and uh, they do blocks of different exercises. You know, so at one point we had, uh, my my block, my group started out with a 400 uh, uh, meter run. And then when you get back, then you do uh, jumping on blocks. So the jump, the blocks I had to jump on were like 24 inches high, which is what they normally say is men's jumping height. Mm. And I felt like my my midsection was burning because mm. I did a run, not knowing that I was going to go do a jump. See, so the girls who I was running with, they're like, oh, you know, you're going to pass the coach. And the, uh, the coach said to me, oh, I see you're holding back. Just go. And I said, no, I'm good. I'll stay behind you. And when I got to the blocks, I was like, wow, I wish I was the last person because the blocks, my 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 core was just burning. I mean, I felt so like I've, not only was I trying to I was trying to catch my breath. Right. I'm also like fighting my stomach, just my 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 core, my midsection, just just burning. So it's like two ends of me just are suffering at the same time. Hmm. So it was it was interesting, fun, and uh, I am going back on Monday. Uh, I think I'm actually gonna pay for it. And that was a free class, so mm-hmm. I'm actually thinking I might pay for it and and give it a shot for the next six months. Oh really? I'm yeah. talking about CrossFit, man. You have? Yeah, me too. Yeah. It's, it's well, why like, haven't you guys done it? Seems like a cult to me. They actually behave like they're in a cult. <laughs> it, well, you know, everything that you get into, everything that you get into, it eventually gets to a cult level. Like if you go to like like Kish does Orange Theory. I feel like that's a cult. It sounds like a cult. (laughs) Orange theory is like this thing where you exercise. So, you know, you have zones like green, orange, and like red, I guess. And so if your heart rate and breathing gets to the red zone, you went too far. But if you're in the green zone, you're not going enough. But if you're in the orange zone, you're you're in the right zone to help like build your core and burn you know whatever all right you, so you go right. like up to up to the level mm-hmm. and the, up to your yeah. your um your ceiling and then a little bit over 
Exactly. All right. Exactly. Makes but if sense. you go, if you stay in the red, you you've gone too far. And so you you kind of alternate between like I guess orange and green, I I believe. And uh, uh, but the thing I don't like about that is that there's a lot of machines, which I don't like using machines. You know, but uh, I, I'm actually gonna after this month of CrossFit, I'm gonna give Orange Theory a try and see. Maybe I like it. Mm-hmm. Speaking of machines, do you use uh, any tech while you exercise or when you're running? Um, usually, I use my my iPhone 4S for the running part, meaning it like it helps me. Like, so I do an alternation of running and walking. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. and so I basically use my. You know, this is why I know for sure I'm gonna get an iPhone. Uh, I mean, uh, I, I, um, Apple Watch. I almost said I Watch. <laughs> I know I'm gonna get an Apple Watch because I want something like that to be able to get, have me uh, to have uh, a sort of interval um, and also to help me have something to listen to while I'm running. Okay, so you, you know? usually do listen to stuff when you're running. Yeah, I usually listen to podcasts. Actually, yeah, I do occasionally too. Sometimes yeah. music, you, sometimes podcasts. Yeah, I usually listen to Hardcore History uh, uh, by Dan Dan Carlin's Hardcore History. They talked about it's that. Good, yeah, it's a good podcast. And so it's like you know, while I'm while I'm exercising, I'm getting educated. So that's that's usually what I do. That's good. I never tried that. You should do it. It's good. Hmm. It helps to pass the time if you do if you're doing long runs. Yeah, podcasts are perfect. When you did the marathon, did you do a podcast or? Uh, no, like <laughs> I, I needed something <laughs> to keep me up, so I, I listened to some. I have a playlist uh, in, okay. in, in Spotify that uh, only has like up tempo, really happy songs. So I listen to that. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. Cool. All right, so that was me for uh, 2015. Who's next? I'll, I'll go next. I'm, I'm starting a workout routine here. Um, but I have. I got the. I've been reading the four the four hour body. Like right. Mm-hmm. Did I talk about it last time? Yeah, you did. Okay. So yeah, I've been doing that, and uh, the thing is, I I'm just not subscribe. I'm not doing everything the way I'm supposed to. Like I'm not eating enough times a day, and I'm not taking my protein thirty minutes of waking up, and I'm not drinking like two liters of water as soon as. I, that, so some things you can do that are very simple. That's supposed to have a big impact. But I just skip all the time. So some of the easier things I'm I'm dropping the ball on. <clears throat> I haven't even gotten to the exercise part because uh, I know he has a part, you know, on how to put on muscle. And I'm not too concerned about that right now. I'm really concerned about dropping some weight. I know the exercise will help, but he also has different approaches to exercise, which is the very opposite from uh, you know CrossFit. Even though I'm sure he's not anti CrossFit, <laughs> but you know the, he he talks about. Um, Always taking the, the the maximum effective dose or something, so you know not one maximum. Yeah. What do you mean, like the, uh, so? Or is it, or is it mean? a minimum effective dose? Oh, okay. Yeah. So you basically like, take like, that. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, whatever result you want, what's the least amount that you have to do to get them, and you know, mm. and and not beyond. That's which is kind of the orange theory you're talking about. Yeah. You know, like if you if you want to lose weight. You can understand that, like, if you run, if you get, if you get your heart rate too high up, you're not even in a, in a fat loss zone anymore. You're like in a, a cardiovascular zone. You know, you get in a different zone where you're working out mm. differently. Right. <laughs> yeah. So, um, and I haven't been re- reading. Uh, so I've got the diet part down. It's just that I'm not following it. 
So <laughs> it's, not, it's not like I'm doing. So I, I'm I'm eating the things I'm supposed to eat, but I'm not eating what I'm supposed to eat. I'm not eating enough in the day. Mm. So question: What does your diet consist of? It's okay. You can eat anything that's not white. It's it's you, you know what the low carb diet is. It's similar, but it's very different too. Um, so you just can't eat anything that's white or could be white. And so nothing, good. nothing processed or en- enriched. Yeah, well, probably. he's, he's okay. really talking about bread, pastas, uh, and rice. Rice, of course. Uh, but you can eat any vegetable you want. No fruit. No fruit. Which is so why? Because of the sugar. Yeah. Yeah, I don't get that. No, well, he, he, I also. This is for this is for a short time, or this is like period. This can be for the rest of your life. Now here's the deal. I'll, I'll get to. A workaround on it. Um, so yeah, there's no there's no fruit, no juice, and he he's like, uh, it's like people don't really need fruit and juice anyway. It, it I guess there's some research out there. It's not saying ever because at some point times you can eat whatever you want, but um, like there's some cultures where there's you know people didn't have any fruit around and they still got by just fine. So. Yeah, but that was see, but that was circumstantial. That was you know, like if they had fruits, guess what? They would have eaten fruits. Yeah, probably. Most, yeah. most people do, and a lot of people don't. I mean, a lot of people these days, today, nowadays, don't eat fruit. Yeah, that's true. Even when they can, <laughs> just don't. That's eat. that is true too. So, but do you get like cheat days? There's a one. So every you have six days on that diet and one cheat day, and a cheat day you can eat whatever you want. Whatever you really? want, he, he even he he eats to the point where he gets sick. Or well, that's no good. That's not good. No, no, no. Hey, it, it's not bad either. It's not bad either. The, no, uh, but you can't be like on your cheat day eat like uh, ten Big Macs or something. You, like you can't. That. I'm, I'm saying you will still lose weight. You you don't want to if you don't want to do that because you don't want that in your body. That's different. I'm saying if you mm-hmm. if you're worried about. Uh, getting in shape, you can eat whatever you want that day, and and uh, it won't hurt you, but it probably kind of will help you too. I remember when I used to be on a low carb diet, and uh, after a couple of weeks or so, um, every once in a while I allowed myself a cheat day, and I remember when I used to have a cheat day, I used to wake up the next day feeling tighter than I than I did, like you know the day or the couple of days before that, like mm. y- you're. Okay. If, if I feel like my like I had less like water and you know it was less fat. It, it just felt it was re- it was real weird. Kind of just but it kind of tricks your body into not getting used to your your new diet. But yeah, so for his cheat day, he he does like he he does a contest with another friend of his, and they take pictures of their food the whole day and send it to each other. So you know they try to outdo each other, eat whole pizzas and and bear claws. Oh and, my god, that just sounds horrible though. <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, I guess also though once you do that. During the week, you really don't want any of that stuff. <laughs> yeah, you go for a real hard cheat day. But you know, my first, I've, this is my second week on it, so today's my second cheat day. I do, I do on my Sundays. <laughs> um, my first cheat day, I just get a bunch of fruit. Oh, and juice like that, that's what I was craving. Oh, well, that's a good cheat. Yeah, that's not bad. And I, and, and I got like nuts and stuff, like stuff I can't really eat a lot of. <laughs> so oh. I didn't really eat a bunch of like garbage. Um, today. I got some more. I got some more stuff in this garbage. <laughs> <laughs> so okay, yeah, but uh, I'll, I'll I guess I'll find a balance of because uh, you know of uh, 
how I want my cheat days to go. Yeah. And what I'll eat on them. So. All right, cool. All right, that's it. Um, yeah, that's that's it. I mean, I am, I am, I, I do need to get back into the gym with some kind of routine, just because I, I kind of miss it, and uh, I really want to do jujitsu, man. But I don't, I, like I, um, I said, I don't want them to pay for that. <laughs> hundred thirty bucks a month, man. Just pick, just wow. pick fights on the street, then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, first I need to learn, right? <laughs> <laughs> of my game yeah <laughs> all right well cool yeah that's me cool who's who's next ta- ta- uh, i'll go okay so uh j- just for clarification for everybody i'm somebody who is uh overweight and i've been working on my weight for like years and years and it's going up and down, up and down, and whatever, right? Mm-hmm. But um, I've done a program for a year, which you guys know about, where I lost like fifty pounds, right? Mm-hmm. And after that program, um, I was kind of like, sort of at a stalemate, like, okay, what do I do now? And I, I know what I need to do. I know how I need to eat. I know what I need to do in terms of exercise, but I'm not doing it. Mm. Why not? Right? Mm-hmm. So I'm I'm kind of in this process right now to really try to figure out, like, what do I need to make this work for me? Right? Mm. And with a friend of mine, uh, we kind of, you know, said, like, let's do 2015, the first two months, we're just going to, try to motivate each other and just try to exercise and try to keep to our diet you know mm-hmm. is that is that is that is that working already or do you you guys didn't start it yet uh we started yet oh. we started already mm-hmm. and um it is kind of working so no much. i mean what i mean is what i meant by like are you guys actually doing it or or you guys are talking about doing it no we are actually doing it oh, okay right now. okay yeah and it kind of is working so mm-hmm. you skip certain so, times or something well, the th- the thing right now is, I'm doing this internship right now, which is forty hours a week. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. So, in terms of eating, uh, during the day it is fine, because I'm so busy, so it's okay for me to eat less and not really think about food, which is, you know, I'm overweight, so that is part of my problem with food. So during the day I'm fine, but I come home at like eight o'clock at night, and usually I don't really feel like cooking, and like I I either eat like bread or maybe a a salad meal, you know, or sometimes a pizza, which is bad, you know. Mm-hmm. And actually, I really need to cook in in those terms and and also with exercising it's like how do i fit that in a 40 hour week when i'm home at eight o'clock at night uh and if i want to go to a gym it's like uh you know how do i how do i do everything with eating and stuff like that and you know and also the thing is like is the gym really for me because a lot of the times you know if i go to the gym it's like two three months is it's okay, but after that, it's like, um, yeah, maybe tomorrow, yeah. you know, and 
then you kind of procrastinate and at the end of the day six months later you still haven't gone right mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and i really need to figure stuff out on that side because i think i've been thinking about like maybe doing boxing or kickboxing you know or yeah some kind or, of program like that usually is mo- is much more enjoyable than just going to the gym i think yeah that, that might be it but like <clears throat> am i ab- really able to I don't know why I don't try it because I told myself like I want to try boxing, I want to try uh kizomba, I want to try salsa dancing, I want to try do salsa. Uh, I'm going to do salsa. I've been taking some classes. <laughs> oh, really? Mm-hmm. See, you know mm-hmm. what, you know what uh, uh um what uh, uh Yoda says, do or do not do, there is no try, you know? Just do. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. it's easier said than done, too. I know, I know. But I just wanted to say, uh, say Yoda's... Uh, oh, you just wanted to do Yoda? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but, but in terms of getting you there, like uh, partnering up with someone, that's that's a great way to go. Yeah. Yep. So also for uh, for yeah. boxing or for dance dance classes, I would also partner up for that. Just right, but if not, you not only... A partner, a, a, sure you can. Uh, say what? If you, if you don't find a partner, though, don't let it stop you because you'll... You, you, your classmates will start like you know peer pressure is going to get you to it I think so let's say mm. let's say you can't find somebody to join with you then you might never do it because you're like oh, I can't find a partner I won't do it alone if you do something that's in a class or a team because uh, you kind of start feeling bad when you miss it you know they're, they're going to be like hey where you been and it keeps that, you is, that is true that right. is true and the main thing is that's exactly what I want that because the thing is if you have that you know it's like motivation, like, oh man, I really missed it today. Like, I really want to go tomorrow. Let's go, mm-hmm. you know. And like now, it's like, ah, I can't find a time. I'm too tired, and like, all excuses, you know, which in some point are somewhat valid, and in some regards are not really valid. But you know, I really, you know, try to find that balance and something that really motivates me, and like, you know, and. In that regard, I kind of look to my mom because she was overweight as well, and she is was able to like lose a lot of weight. And the only thing she does in terms of exercising is walking. Yeah, you know that's good. Though. And like, you know, a lot of people think like walking, like that's nothing. But no, but the thing about it is that she also ate there di- ate differently though, right? Hi. That oh, that that's my phone. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah, she also ate differently, but, like, she also, like, she doesn't walk for just a half an hour. She walks, like, yeah, everywhere. Hour, one and a half hour everywhere, you yeah. know? Yep. So, basically, where I would take a bus, she would just walk, right? Yeah. And, and she loves doing that. And it's good. time she doesn't walk enough, she's like, ah, I really miss it, you know? Yeah, like you gotta get. That. You have to get to that point. Like Kish, Kish yeah. tells me that if if you can make it where it is sort of like your drug, then that you know that will keep you. It'll keep you coming back to it. Yeah, you know. She she told me that. Yeah. Yeah. I remember. Yeah. Cool. So this yes. this so this year you're working on. On basically getting yourself more motivated to actually do the things that you set out to do. 
Yeah, exactly. Because yeah. I, I want to come to a point where it's just automatic and it's just. Well, it's not, nothing's going to be automatic. You have to make it to the. You have to bring it to the point where you want to do it. Yeah, true, true. But I don't want to be uh, fighting myself as much. Yeah, yeah, you know, right, right, right. and that comes, I guess, with so first you're gonna have to force yourself for a long time to make it a habit, and then, then at that point it's gonna be, uh, something to do for fun. Same with gyms for me. I used to have the same problems where, you know, if you join a gym, and that's how gyms make their money though. Is at that, the beginning of the year, <laughs> yeah, yeah, because most gyms have enough people, have more people on the rosters than they can service. You know, yeah, true. And, even if people decide to come one day a week, if they, if they all be on the roster and decide to use that gym one day a week, something be, be in trouble. So, yeah. um, I used to have that problem too. But and the thing is, recently it's come back where I don't I don't go to the gym as much as I used to. Mm, yeah. And yeah. and and time kind of goes by. Right. All right. Cool. And uh, Tosh, Mister Marathon. <laughs> yeah, and in terms of fi- finding your drug, that running is it for me. Like, okay, uh, cool. since I think it was like spring or early uh, summer of last year, I took up running because a friend of mine did. He did it mm-hmm. about the same time, or maybe like a month before me. Mm. And yeah, I thought I, I need something new because I tried the gym, didn't work. Um, mm-hmm. I, I, I've been playing badminton like once a week for the last five years, but, and it's fun and it's a good sport, yeah. but it doesn't get you to that level of fitness that you, that you want, mm-hmm. uh, unless you train more days a week, which I wasn't necessarily willing to do. Um, so that, so that badminton was not your drug then, right? Um, in, in the, the it one like, time it's that more like a dessert. So yeah, something like that. Like the one time a week, it, it satisfies me, but it's not to the point that yeah, I want to do it again tomorrow. You know? <laughs> yeah. So right, right. But with running, it's completely different. It's like you actually get physical uh, craving for for activity, um, <coughs> and what's also a major factor is the fact that I started running with a friend. Um, yeah. So that way we could kind of keep each other motivated and actually enjoy ourselves because uh, i think the for most people like boredom is kind of the the major barrier to cross you know like especially uh, yeah especially with running yeah yeah, especially for running yeah yeah yeah. Yeah, i agree if you're if you're by yourself and yeah it it can get tedious but if you're just running the two of you uh you know, you you get the chance to chat a little bit, and you keep each other up to speed as well, up to the, the tempo that you need. Um, yeah. And sometimes you have hard days where you're just not, I don't know, in the right in the right state of mind, and you just or you didn't you, get enough sleep. Yeah, or, or that, or maybe didn't eat right, or um, maybe you just you gave too much at the beginning of the run, so you're you're in trouble at the end. That's when you need that guy next to you, going like, mm-hmm. "Come on, man, you can make it." So yeah, that's what kept me going, and also the, f- the fact that I uh, enrolled for that ten mile run. Mm, yeah, yeah, that was a good thing. And and after that, I, I I thought to myself, yeah, I need to set another goal. So that's why I enrolled for the half marathon in uh, in January. Mm, um, mm-hmm. but then like when the winter came, 
Um, yeah, the training schedule kind of slipped, so. Um, and also my friend fell off, so. Oh, so, so you're doing it by yourself now? Uh, no, no. Now I started with the with the same friend again. Oh, Cause okay. Because he, okay. he he was kind of, oh man, he did a half marathon. I want to be able to do that as well. So he he started oh, okay. back up again. You shamed him into it. Uh, something like that. <laughs> but but from maybe October to like a week before that half marathon, I hadn't run a single mile. Wow. So wow. And I don't want that experience again. Like. <laughs> <laughs> being yeah, completely I, I unprepared for for that long yeah, a, I, I could imagine because it was it was it killed me <laughs> oh yikes it, I, I mean I, I ran track oh. sorry go ahead did you run the whole thing pretty much like um the first 19 kilometers I I kind of kept a steady pace but then my my body started to give out so I, mm. I had to walk for a bit and then run again and then walk um mm -hmm. And even by the end, I could I could see the finish line. Even then, I couldn't get myself to to run the whole the whole way. To like for a last minute for a last sprint. You yeah, see. yeah. So yeah, I, I'm I'm going to enroll for another uh, maybe <laughs> maybe another half marathon, maybe even a longer distance. But this time, I want to keep it up, and it's going to be easier because I'm I'm starting in the winter now, and I'm keeping it up, and it's only going to get better when the spring comes and when the summer comes yeah you know, so that's true yeah definitely uh tosh question for you yeah i'm gonna throw the same question that you asked at clay is like in terms of tech what kind of stuff you use during your marathon or during your training uh it's always my phone it, it used to be easy when i had the 5s i could slip it into <laughs> one of those those arm holders you know but yeah my six plus doesn't fit in, in it so uh, I just put so it. You're holding it now. No, I put it in my jacket pocket. Oh, okay, okay. Um, but I, I run with uh, Runkeeper. Um, oh, okay, mm. yeah, cool. So that that tracks my yeah, my progress, my my uh, pace. So uh, that way, I know if I'm going in the right direction. Cool. <laughs> yeah. So the right. so that that's basically my uh, my regimen in, in terms of dieting. Um. I, I guess I, I take care of myself, but I don't do it like in a, by like a schedule or a diet. Mm. Yeah, because I I know some of the tricks, you know, that to eat yogurt and to eat a lot of protein, that that sort of thing. But um, I don't I don't keep to a like a really tight tight schedule. Mm. Oh, okay. Mm. Oh, and I and I do some bodyweight exercises as well. Um, I use a, a site for that. It's called neilaray.com. That's uh, N-E-I-L-A-R-E-Y.com. Mm -hmm. And it has um, like workout schedules, uh, core challenges, uh, diet, diet plans, all sorts of stuff. So mm. for people who just want to exercise at home, that, that yeah. that's a great way to go. Cool. I'll definitely check that, out, that one out. Alright, sounds good. No, actually, uh, one point like what I find interesting is that nobody uses like a uh, heart rate monitor or anything. I think you use it occasionally, but I kind of wonder like why do you guys not use that? I don't want to spend the money. <laughs> yeah, same for me. 
Okay. I mean, I could do without it. I, I, you know, I could tell. Uh, I can tell if I if I'm going into, uh, you know, into the red basically, and I'm sort of slow it down, and uh, you know, I'm not. I'm not a professional, so I'm not. I'm not gonna go spend the money on the heart rate monitor. I, I consider it, but eh, I think I'll just do it out. What do you use it for, Ty? Mm-hmm. I mean, what what are you monitoring when you monitor your rate? <clears throat> well, I, I'm basically like uh, when I was really like exercising like three times a week i really wanted to like figure out in what my current heart rate is and what i'm actually my heart does when when i'm lifting weights or what my heart does when i'm uh doing cardio exercise you know because especially with cardio exercise you know for me it it would be better to be in the uh, fat loss uh space right uh, Instead of like uh, cardiovascular, you know, mm-hmm. yeah, and like holding on to those uh, metal plate things, nah, it doesn't work for me, man. Because it works for me a little while, but like for instance, when I do the cross training, I have to like let go of like the handlebars that you need to move and go down and hold on to yeah. the metal plates to get my heart rate, and that just does not work for me i want to be able to exercise and monitor my heart rate it's just hard to do when you're doing the treadmill <laughs> yeah yeah it's a little awkward yeah very awkward if you don't get to pump your hands you just kind of like holding on and running yeah yeah i mean and i feel think... go ahead sorry and, and the thing that i also wanted to do is like with the heart rate monitor you can like let the machine kind of dictate like how much resistance uh you get, you know, and basically train on your heart rate. But sadly, my gym does not have the ability to do that. So I basically have to do it myself. Mm. All right, cool. Well, you got to know your cybercast. Let's go into the spoiler zone. <laughs> Shall we, guys? Or anything else to add before we go? Uh, the time you might want to check out 40, the four hour body. There's some interesting things. Okay. Uh, so I'm, uh, what is it about? It's a, it's about uh, I guess different diet diets and exercises you can do t- to to lose weight. I mean, it's a book I'm reading right now, but um, it just takes a different approach to doing it than what people are used to. Uh, so it's just another mm-hmm. perspective. That's all. But it, okay. it it focuses on on not having to do too much and still see results fast, which is a good motivator. Especially when you're starting out or starting over. Yeah. I'll definitely check that one out. Yeah, all right. Thanks. All right. So, spoiler zone, spoiler zone, guys. Mm-hmm. Let's go there. Okay. Yeah. So, so this movie. That's, I can't believe uh, this is happening. The, what, <laughs> the, that, this movie that Dick asked us to watch when was this in December? Yeah, it, it actually, it was before December. And you know what? Yeah, you're yeah, right. Yeah. It was before. You know what I was thinking December. about? It was, I was like, uh-huh. I can't believe we're finally talking about it. And I remember very little about it. So the last person who saw it, which is probably Tosh, yeah. she has to give us a refresher of the whole movie. Oh, okay. <laughs> let, let me try to recap. Um, <laughs> and Clay, you can chime in and, and, and tie it too, because I, I, I haven't seen it in, a, in months. In months. Okay. All right. Been a while for me, too. Yeah. Okay. Go ahead, Tusk. Okay. Well, Tusk is a movie by uh, director Kevin Smith. And the main character is a podcaster, uh, podcasters <laughs> such as us four. 
Um, and he, his name is his name is Wallace, by the way. Yeah, his name is Wallace, <laughs> not completely coincidental, I think. But and, and he's, uh, <laughs> what's, his, what's his real name again? Uh, he's a, he's just a, along, yeah, right? just, just along. Along. He's a, I'm a Mac. I'm a Mac guy. Yes, that guy. Yeah. Right. So he he hosts a podcast, uh, the the Nazi podcast. Which is not N N A Z I. It's N O T S W E. And what I remember is why they call it that is because um, he uh, goes out into the country and uh, goes out looking for stories, which he then tells to his partner, uh, play Teddy. Ma- Teddy. Teddy. Right. Played by Haley Joel Osment, which you, who you know from the Sixth Sense. Sixth Sense. Mm-hmm. Um. And he just stays at home and um, just just listens to the story. Well, why why does he stay at home though? I don't oh, know. That's the kid from the Sixth Sense. He yeah, a, yeah, that's the kid from Sixth Sense. Yeah, yeah. You, you couldn't tell. I didn't. I didn't even catch that. No. Yeah, that's the kid from Sixth Sense. And the thing is, I think he, he has a fear of flying, doesn't he? Is that right? In, in I thought that's what it was. I think. Well, no. I mean, in the, sh- the, the oh, on the podcast, oh, yeah, that's yeah. why it's not C. So that 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 uh, Wallace goes to C. And, and, and experience it and then explain it to someone who did not see it. Right. Because I believe that, that uh, Teddy was, I, I, I'm not mistaken, Teddy had a fear of flying. I, I don't remember, but it doesn't really matter. Well, he, he gets there, right. he gets there in the end, but it doesn't matter. But Yeah, okay. Um, <laughs> where was I? Um, okay, before we go, go into the actual story, um, what you need to know about uh, Wallace is that he, the fame has kind of gotten to him. He's become kind of a insufferable douchebag if you guys agree yes <laughs> uh, yes totally yeah. uh, with a mustache with a mustache and he, he cheats on his girl and he it's kind of like what I would be like if I became famous for this podcast Probably. yeah you would have Probably. podcast groupies yeah yeah <laughs> um, yeah so he, he kind of lost track of his personality due to his fame um, but yeah so for for one particular story he sets out to Canada um, there's this boy there who um, appeared in a viral video where he is tw- twirling a sword and cut his own leg off. What what the name of that kid was? I don't remember. Do you remember? The Kill Bill kid. The Kill Bill oh, kid. Oh, the Kill Bill kid. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, very funny. But, uh... <laughs> <laughs> um, but, but, but just before you go on, the Kill Bill kid was actually played by someone else, like on a, a real uh, viral person. Uh, is, is he the Star Wars kid? The Star yes, Wars he is. Yeah. Oh, yes. yeah. Yeah. I thought yeah, he was yeah. Who's the Star Wars kid? Huh? The Kill Bill kid is the Star Wars kid. I mean, like the, these sort of things that that Kevin Smith is putting in his movie shows you that he is like really hip with internet culture yeah, and, and Twitter you know, and yeah, yeah, the Twitter yeah, and all that stuff. Everybody knows about the Star Wars kid. He's like, how old, how long ago was that? He's yeah, one of the true, oldest. I don't know about him. You do the Star Wars kid? You don't? No. Everybody knows about him. You do. Really? He's I'm like pretty sure you've seen a it. He's a lifesaver. What is he twirling? Yeah. Or a, yeah, lifesaver. You know and then that? he like twirls it's it like behind a, his it's back. It's like a broomstick, right? Yeah. Right, but th- then people turn it into a lifesaver yeah. or something like that. Yeah. Okay, sorry. Go ahead. Sorry. Um, ahead. Yeah, so he, he goes to Canada to interview this kid after he uh, went viral with this video, which he and Teddy uh, pretty much, they made a fool out of him in the, yeah. in, in the podcast. Mm-hmm. And so he gets to Canada uh, and finds out that the kid committed suicide. So mm-hmm. the douchebag that he is, he goes like, man, you bastard. Why did you go and commit suicide? Now I'm stuck here in Canada. So completely selfish, in a completely selfish <laughs> way, mm-hmm. you know. 
And yeah, then he kind of wanders yeah. around looking for another story to cover while he's there. Um, and he stumbles upon this ad. Uh, while he was using the restroom, like right? Yeah. yeah, like a flyer in a restroom in a, in a cafe or so. And it's it's written by this guy who's who's kind of looking for a living arrangement to make with someone, so he has somebody to keep him company and he can share his stories with because he claims to have all these crazy stories from back, way back when. Uh, and yeah, Wallace Wallace thinks, hey, this might be something to 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 explore, so. Um, he goes to find this guy who lives com- out in the middle of nowhere, like a two-hour drive from the nearest civilized place, <laughs> and lives in this giant mansion, um, which is kind of the point where I thought, okay, some something's going to go down. But uh, <laughs> did you think that? Did you think well, this whole time up to this point that this was uh, it, it, the kind of movie that it turned out to be? Yeah, I, th- I, I was thinking in in kind of in the direction of Hostel. And also, uh, oh, Dick okay. Dick also mentioned like uh, what's that movie? Uh, Human Centipede. Human Centipede. So I I kind of knew some something, you know. Uh, graphic was so going to go down. I, that's spoiled it. Kind of, kind of. Well, I see the thing is I don't know Human Centipede, uh, so I, I didn't watch that. Yeah, movie. I didn't know if y'all knew that. I didn't. I no. didn't know Tasha seen that. It says a lot about yeah. you. <laughs> I, 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 I just saw the South Park episode. I didn't see the actual movie, oh, yeah, but I know yeah, yeah. I know oh, what happens. Yeah, yeah. I know what happens. <laughs> right. But, well, actually, when uh, I watched it, we didn't talk about that yet, and I kind of started to think like something's gonna happen. Yeah. Like something's gonna go Ari, but like what ha- happened after <laughs> that? I was like, good God, really? Yeah. <laughs> So what happens? We'll go on, yeah, what happens is, uh, well, this guy starts telling him stories. Uh, they share a cup of tea, and all is good. Uh, but then all of a sudden, Wallace starts to feel woozy, and he, yeah, kind of n- notices, hey, there's something in my tea, and he uh, <laughs> gets knocked out. Yeah, when he wakes up. But, but like, mm-hmm. but before that though, the the the, the way this guy, oh. like, just the way this guy's storytelling is amazing. Like his his language, his use of language. Uh, you know the old man. Uh, um, what's his name? The old man's name Let's is uh, How, Howard Howe, right? Yeah, or that that's you what know, he his, says at least. Right, right. The way he tell the 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 English that he uses, his storytelling. Uh, you know, like when when um when Wallace picks up the uh. Uh, the walrus's uh, uh, what is it? The walrus's penis was it? Oh yeah, yeah. Mm. You remember? You know, and the way like the way this guy is telling the story is like some some he's so elegant and so so well versed. Yeah. And walrus is like an arrogant douchebag just holding this thing and just making like you know obscene, yeah. obscene just you know comments and yeah. Just to, just okay. to be clear, like he's just there to get. The story. The story. Yeah. Yes. It's not there for the guy per se. Um, but yeah, yeah, the guy has, has some incredible World War II stories and also uh, something about a trick where he stumbled upon a walrus, right? Yeah. (laughs) And Hemingway. Don't forget Hemingway. On Hemingway, of course. Um, but while he's telling his stories, he's, um, Wallace gets knocked out, uh, (laughs) and, he wakes up again, still in that same house, uh, but he's in a chair. 
and mm-hmm. yeah, he feels kind of weak and uh, doesn't really know what's going on. And uh, Howard starts telling him, "Yeah, you got bitten by a, a spider, uh, a, a brown a recluse, recluse spider, yeah, right." And yeah. yeah, so the doctor came and he, uh, yeah. He basically he amput- had amput- he had to amputate <laughs> your leg, and that's when he notices I don't have a, my my left leg is missing, uh, <laughs> and yeah, then he starts asking questions. Yeah, but if that happened, why am I still here? Why am I not in the hospital? And blah blah blah. And uh, yeah, that 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 kind of convinces him. Yeah, Howard Howard Howe is uh, a nut job, complete nut job. Yeah, he keeps asking for his phone, and it's like, oh, I don't know where your phone is. Yeah, and uh, the doctor said it would be best to, to keep you here instead of the hospital because there are all, all the types of germs in the hospital, all sorts of crazy <laughs> stuff. Um, yeah, and then, um, well, he, he slowly finds out the extent of Howard's madness um, <laughs> and what Howard's actual plan is, which is to transform Wallace into a walrus. Now I have a question. You think if his name wasn't Wallace, would he still go through with it and turn into a walrus? Yes, I think so. Actually, <laughs> I, I think he did so. it before, right? What was Yeah, He was like this guy was number ten or something, like that, number eleven or something like that. Yeah. I mean, there's actually. Yeah, uh, I mean, and there was one scene that was. Oh, was that sorry? Again? No, no. Go ahead. Go ahead. Well, there was one scene that he was on that like little operating table, and he was like his body was moving. Was remember he was being cut when he was being cut. Mm-hmm. You you remember that scene? And then he like for a second he he comes to and then he passes out again. Mm. You, you guys remember that scene? I think vaguely. I don't remember him don't. coming to. What what happens then? He just looks over and he sees like his his um he sees his foot in the ice bucket. Oh right right because I mean, because like yeah that, the way he does it yeah that? the way he does it he cuts off the legs and and arms and then turns into the tusk. Yeah, it turns it turns the bones into tusks, which he mm-hmm. then him grafts into the the jaw. Mm-hmm. And kind of re- reshapes the, the the arms into like uh, walrusy like flippers, and yeah. <laughs> he has like. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but don't forget, don't don't forget, right? Don't forget that he well, like once he actually wants the once the person is in the walrus suit, he wants no voice. Yeah, he wants only and, walrus. And what, walrus is, what is the suit made out of? You gotta, you gotta, you gotta let the people know. Is made out of human skin, right? Yeah, it's just—it's oh, like yeah. patches of human skin put together, yeah, like a suit, <laughs> like a suit. Yeah, and it cuts out the tongue, so that that the last thing that you said that uh, used the ability, just like a walrus, right, right, yeah. Which he, which yeah, he really no, does. No speaking. <laughs> yeah, he does. He does. Yeah. At wow. So yeah, I mean, uh, yeah. See. Go ahead. Mm-hmm. Huh? Yeah. At that point, I was like. Uh, I don't want to watch this movie anymore. I saw, I saw this in theaters. <laughs> you did? You did? Any, did anyone walk out? No, but I was eating food too. At this, you know, oh, my God. Food. You were at the Austin, the, the house? The, the uh, animal draft house. The, oh, wow. Yeah. That must have been fun. Yeah, I was like, hmm, interesting. I actually was eating as well, and then I stopped eating. I was like, okay, I'm I'm good. And I paid for that food. I, gotta, I had to finish it. <laughs> you know, you know what kind of kept me going during those last uh, scenes was Johnny Depp, Johnny Depp's character. Like the, oh the, yeah, yes. yeah, yeah, yes. yeah, yes. So I guess tell us about him. <laughs> yeah, so um, uh, the girlfriend and Teddy, 
they find out that uh, Wallace is in trouble. He, ma- he managed to, manages to leave them a voicemail. And coincidentally, they, they hooked up. Brad yeah. is back. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, why why did they hook up, though? Uh, because Teddy is always there to console her yeah. and Wallace. Uh, yeah, kind of get takes her for granted and treats her badly. So, um, but then they, together they go to Canada to try and find him. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, they 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 stumble upon this detective who's been looking into uh, like the kind of case that uh, or, the, or the case that that he has been examining is kind of similar to what happened to Wallace. So they go and find him, and he's kind of lost his mind as well. <laughs> <laughs> with his crazy accent yeah it's kind of a french you... canadian accent right yeah. yeah yeah it took me a while to realize it was him i was like who is i i had no idea it was him yeah, if you oh, if really? you hadn't said so i wouldn't have guessed yeah oh. I, wouldn't. I i i didn't know it was him actually until i was reading something about it after the movie um yeah so but yeah. he he eventually leads them to uh yeah the the, the mansion uh and they, they, yeah, they actually find Wallace after he manages to kill uh, Howard. Well, well, before you see, so this guy, right? He he was rescued. He was rescued way back by a walrus, right? When he was on a ship, right? Yeah. And so he, this walrus was called Mister Tusk. That's what he named him. Mm-hmm. Somehow he killed Mister Walrus, and he felt sorry for that, and he wanted. Mr. Walrus. Well, back he, he ate him, right? He ate him. He ate him. Yeah, he ate him. Yeah. So he wanted him back, and so um, he he believes that humans are the worst creatures on Earth. Wait. Even himself being the person that murdered his best well, friend. Well, he's living proof then. Is, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and so he basically told the walrus, "If you're a walrus, you have to challenge." Like basically, he went in there in his own bodysuit, which he used. Other walruses that did not make it as walruses, he patched their skin into his own bodysuit and challenged the walrus and said, "Well, if you want, and if you want to survive as a walrus, you have to attack me. You have yeah, to fight back, right?" Yeah. And, and eventually, an awkward fight scene. It was a very awkward scene, and of <laughs> course, uh, uh, Wallace went full walrus, <laughs> like he actually went. He became. He was the walrus, and then took out Mister Wal, uh, Mister Howard. And that's when the French cop, uh, French Canadian cop, came in with the girlfriend and the friend and saw what you know what their friend had turned into. Yeah, yeah. And like and like after that happens, you you, you get kind of a, a cliffhanger when the the the, the cop says, uh, "I'm going to put him out of his misery," and points uh, his rifle at him. I thought he did it. I didn't think he would do it, and I, I actually considered, okay, he's going to live, but what happens then? Oh, uh, they're probably going <laughs> to put him in the zoo, and that's <laughs> exactly what they do. You thought that? Well, I, well, I thought that. Well, yeah. The the thing is that the thing is that I think it's worse than a zoo. They put him in like some like some weird like like a petting zoo. Yeah, right? it was worse than a zoo. I think I think a zoo would have been better. It's like, yeah. it's like a like a pool area of a motel. <laughs> that's what it looked like, right? <laughs> It was like really just like, like okay, Kevin Smith had X amount of money. Yeah, you know what? This pool at this resort is open. It looks dingy. That's where we're gonna do it. It w- you know it would have been. It worked, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> yeah. And then and then the final scene is that that uh, the, the the girlfriend and Teddy that the, 
they come and visit him and they have like a treat for him, like a raw fish, which yeah. they feed him. <laughs> yeah. That was so disgusting. That was, that was hilarious, okay? To me, I, I thought it was hilarious. That's, I saw that thing and I was like, oh my gosh, don't tell me that's a piece of that's a fish. And then they opened it up and it was a fish. And I'm like, oh my gosh. And that's when he comes out, to, he actually comes out to eat it because guess what? He is full walrus now. Yeah. That's, that's well, he, so, does, he mean, does have a flash of humanity at the end when he uh, he has like a flashback of the conversation he had with his, with his girl um, uh-huh. about yeah, what, what sets humans apart from uh, animals is the fact that they cry. Mm. I think that and was he did, he did have a tear. And then he yeah. sheds a tear. Mm. Oh, yeah. So <laughs> by the way, by the way, Johnny Depp's character's name was Guy Lapointe. Yeah. Uh, Guy Lapointe. <laughs> Guy, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh, and by the way, so another fun fact, okay? So you remember in the the scene when he was on the phone trying to figure out where uh the the, the where the story was, you know, where the guy lived. You remember the two girls behind the counter, the two the yeah. two store clerks. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. oh yeah. You know those two girls. You know who they are. No. So one of them is Harley uh, Harley Quinn Smith. That's Kevin Smith's daughter, and the other one is Lily. Harley R- Quinn. He named her Harley <laughs> Quinn Smith. From, from like the Batman. I, I guess so. You know he is a comic fan, so you know who you Harley know. Quinn is, right, guys? Yeah, she's yeah, a tragic yeah. character, man. <laughs> yeah. She's she's like the Joker's kind of. Yeah, the, the, the Joker help, help her, right? Oh, yeah, there you go. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they have a weird yeah, twist yeah. relationship. But what? Well, this is Kevin Smith, though. Come on, are you surprised? No, <laughs> you're not surprised. No, right? after this movie, no. My next son, I'm, I'm naming my next son author unknown daily. Just <laughs> <laughs> be a jerk. <laughs> That's not a good thing. <laughs> and then the other girl, you know who the other girl is? Uh, Her name is Lily Rose. Depp. I, I was about to say Johnny Depp's daughter. That's Johnny Depp's daughter. He did he have um, a daughter with uh with the French lady. That's his. That's the daughter of the French lady. I forgot her name. Oh, but he has did his daughter with the actress from uh from Fight Club. Is that was his girlfriend for a long time, right? Yeah, that's the one. Isn't she French? Oh, okay. What's her name? I something I don't know. I'm not real good with actors' names, but I know that because I I I looked to see what other projects Kevin Smith was going to do again. Oh, it's, and her last name is Carter. Though. Oh, Helena Barnum Carter, but she's she's yes. she's Tim Burton's wife, right? I don't know. Is she? Yeah, she's. I think she's married to Tim Burton. The, what, oh, okay. Why do I think she has a connection with Johnny Depp? <laughs> I have no idea. I I don't know. Much, I don't know much about actors. Like, if I'm watching a movie, I'll look into it. But then beyond that, when when you know next week comes along, I would forget all the people's names in this movie. Those oh, kids. So, yeah. And, and and so I was looking into the next movie that uh, Kevin Smith is doing, and there's one coming out in 2015. It's called uh, Yoga Hoser, or Yoga Hosers. And most of the characters from this movie are in that movie. He does okay. a lot, though. Interesting. Yeah, and and the main the two main characters it looks like are gonna be the the two girls in the the clerk uh, the two clerks, oh. his daughter mm. and uh, Johnny Depp's daughter. Let me get you got Safari open. No, no, I have a picture on my phone. Well, I think that would be it pic- would be pretty good. I thought I thought they were funny those two. Yeah, they were hilarious. Yeah, yeah. they were. I, I, I love them. And, and, and remember the guy at the border? Yeah, so the, the Zach Galifianakis, right? Is that who it was? <laughs> I think so. I don't know his name. The guy who was saying, you know, talk, talking about the whole Abu thing, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> you that was, remember that was Zach Galifianakis. Was it? I don't. I don't know his name. Let me check it out. 
See, t- but yeah, t- he, but but he, that was hilarious. I mean, and and then they're talking. They had all these jokes about the uh, the grass. Uh, what's it called? The uh, the the grass, the grassy, yeah. and all these Canadian things that Kevin Smith just made fun of. You know, sort of poke fun at Canada with mm-hmm. these uh, jokes. These inti- these mm-hmm. jokes that people always make fun of them. Oh no no he's he's, he's that guy who looks like uh, like Sarkalfanakis. It's, <laughs> it's Harley Morenstein. He's from Epic Mealtime. Oh, is he? Yeah. Oh. But uh, I'm always like, oh, he looks he looks so much like Gal- Sir Galifianakis. Yeah, yeah. All right, cool. So yeah, so this movie. Um, how many stars? Really, uh, on how many stars would I give it? Yes. I would give it two and a half stars. Oh wow. Uh, out out um, of. Out of five. Um, and I would give it two and a half only because um, he is like, especially listening to Smartcast 259. So the episode that kind of sparked this movie, right? I listened to it, right? And the name of the movie he came up with then was The Walrus and the Carpenter, right? Mm-hmm. And so, of course, the Carpenter is Mr. Howe and the Walrus is Wallace. Mm-hmm. And... The way this story came about is that there was an actual ad in Gumtree, uh, in I guess England, some guy wanted a lodger to come and stay with him, and for two hours a day, the person had to put a walrus suit on and not talk at all, right? <laughs> so if oh, the person gosh. did that for two hours and not talk at all, they would allow they would be allowed to stay there for free, mm. and this is like an actual ad. And so what? this guy actually then put another ad out saying that, hey, thanks for all the responses. Uh, I, I no longer need anyone. This, you know, I, I appreciate everybody uh, coming out for it. So it, apparently someone actually took him up on this thing. Uh-huh. So so and then and then in the ad, it said you have to do walrus sounds. And if you don't know what a walrus sounds like, look it up on the Internet. <laughs> 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 and so the fact that uh, the fact that Kevin Smith and his co-host on the Smartcast could come up with a story and then at the end say to uh, say that they're going to put it on Twitter and say ask people, you know, if you want this if you want this movie or if you want this to happen, you know, say Walrus yes. If you don't want it to happen, say Walrus no. And people must have voted Walrus yes. Of course. Because this movie was made. Yeah, it's not their money. Everybody's gonna say yes. <laughs> I, I, I thought it would be something like that. Something. So I, I thought either he he lost it there or something, <laughs> <laughs> or he just put this crazy challenge to himself. Like, let's see if I can get this made. And yeah. and you know and how they were making fun of him at the end. They're like, because when they talking towards the end. Yeah, yeah, they were talking. Yeah, that was part of the episode. Oh, that was part of the episode. I believe so. That was uh, yeah. If I remember, I, I don't remember. I, I, it sounded like it was part of the episode. They were describing <laughs> the last scene, you know, and then like, you know, how do we end it? And yeah, yeah. That's him. Basically, that was him. Basically, saying what happens uh, uh, to the like the walrus. Right. And 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 the whole time, like towards the end of this description uh, of of Kevin Smith and his co-host talking, they basically said, "Yeah, I mean, this sounds, I, I guess, too much like human centipede, but like whatever, you know." Because I guess they said we could call it walrus, but then, oh no, we could call it human walrus, but then he's like, "No, no, 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 we're gonna call it the walrus and the carpenter," 
Because basically someone constructed the walrus out of a human. Uh-huh. Crazy. And so because he I, because I, I I sort of saw um I actually I, I liked the creative process of him coming up with the ideas, him and his his co-host coming up with these ideas, and then I'm watching this movie and I feel like I saw the movie twice because the move that he described him and his co-host described the movie in the podcast basically. Yeah. Yeah, it didn't change and, didn't and, change that much? Not really, not that much, no. Not not that much. And the thing is that they, of course, you know, uh there was far more talking in the movie. I mean, the movie was very talk. I mean, talk heavy. There was a lot of dialogue. Well, there there, there, were, there was not much story to go by, so That's true. They, they had to fill it up with something. His, Even all his movies are always dialogue based, though. That's true. Kind of Tar- Tarantino, Tarantino, when they call it, right? <laughs> there, there you go. Yeah, that is true. Yeah, so I, I two and a half for me. Yeah, I'll give it two. Right. <laughs> you give it two. Uh-huh. Okay, Tosh. I, I, I think two and a half as well, but what, what kind of kind of confuses me about the movie is that the, the, the more serious stuff. Like the last scene, and also the scenes with the girlfriend, you know, the more emotional scenes. Mm. He commits to them in a way that makes me think, should I take it seriously or not? Okay, and, and what is that? What, what, what have you come up with? I don't know, because if, if I were to take it seriously, that it's kind of negated by, you know, the Johnny Depp character, the... Yes. absolute caricature that that the, the main character is you know yeah like he's the, the the douche of all douches you know like yeah uh and i'm also i'm also thinking to myself okay um if if there's something serious in there if there's a moral to the story the the moral probably is don't be a douchebag <laughs> you know you know i'm i'm going to i'm going to add on to this part of your moral okay so the moral is don't do don't be a d bag, right? Yeah. No, the, the moral is BitTorrent. Don't pay for movies. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. The moral of the of the intern of the interview is BitTorrent. But the moral of this story is that humans are horrible. Even when humans think that they are gentle creatures, they're horrible. They're not like you know. So Teddy, his friend, the co-host, he he's consoling his girlfriend, but guess what? He's cheating on on his friend with his girlfriend. Um, the, the, the podcaster, he was a sensitive person. He became famous. He became horrible. Uh, Mr. Ho- uh, Mr. Howard, he had a deep affection for Mr. Tusk and then he kills him. And then I guess he uses his, uh, as soon as he kills him, he gets rescued and then he feels horrible about it. And then he wants to now replace, uh, Mr. Tusk with someone else. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he's done it. I don't know, ten times or however many skeletons were in the bottom of that that uh, that pool in in the basement of his house. Okay. I mean, let's talk about that basement of the house. How creepy was that thing? I mean, it had like uh, drawings on the wall and sounds of seagulls. It didn't have a dead seagull, like uh, a stuffed seagull. Was it a stuffed seagull? Or was it a drawing? Uh, I don't remember. I don't remember. But seagull. I mean, the sound of of the, the 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 environment down there it was creepy. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, that, that 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 was probably the most uncomfortable part of the movie, like him stuck down and, uh, alongside the pool, you know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Those long scenes with him and and Hal just—I don't even know. 
<laughs> what was like screaming into the camera like Arr! yeah yeah that was so hard to watch man like, and the pan <laughs> and the panned out it made you seen it in theaters though man oh my gosh because because the so thing and the thing and the thing as well is i i, I kind of like justin long I, i don't know him as the apple guy i'm too too young for that i guess but uh i, I do know him from a couple of tv shows I, yeah. I, i do like his acting and I, I, at one point I realized, yeah, he's he's going to be like this for the rest of the movie. <laughs> you know, <laughs> that's it. He's not, he he's can't not even talk yeah, anymore. Yeah, he's not getting his tongue back. You know, so it's no flash unless it's flashbacks. You know, right, yeah. right, yeah. So yeah, I, oh. I was kind of bummed out by that. Like, yeah, I know. I mean, maybe the payoff should have been later. Like that, maybe he should have been kept as himself for for a bit longer, and then maybe have the transformation a little later. I would have got more out of the movie if that were. But I'm surprised he signed up for that acting uh, job. You know, like really. I'm, I'm actually not surprised. I mean, Kevin. Ke- Ke- uh, sorry, Justin Long has done some movies where he always comes off looking like a loser. I mean, that you know, I I'm not surprised that he did this. Yeah, but you're not even acting at some at one point anymore. He <laughs> just. I mean, but the thing about it is that there was acting. He was acting like a walrus. <laughs> <laughs> yes, my point exactly. <laughs> okay, cool. And uh, it's uh, uh, Ty, what was your rating? Mm. Negative five? <laughs> <laughs> I, I guess out of five, I'll give it a two, one and a half, maybe. I don't know. So you really didn't like it? Did you get anything out of it? No. Um, I didn't like the parts uh, with Johnny Depp and the two girls, you know. Yeah. I didn't like that. And, like, uh, Justin Long being such a douche, that was kind of great. But, like, the whole walrus thing that, oh, man. Ah, I was sick to my stomach. Really? <laughs> no. I'm glad I didn't see Human Centipede. <laughs> you gotta see it. Um, isn't Centipede the anus and the mouse attached uh, to each yep. other or something like yep. that? Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I've done yeah. that. You have. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, cool. So, so, so who you? So so we basically no one is given this thing over to have then right. I I I, I, I kind of like it as as this kind of, uh, you know, just movie for the hell of it. Let's see if we can pull it off. All right. I I can't believe that this movie was in theaters though. And, not and not not long, it, right? It, it, no, I'm sure it wasn't long, and it's uh. I, I didn't hear any marketing for it at all. You know, just, I I didn't. The the only time I heard about this movie is from you. Yeah, I, I heard I heard about it from uh, Mark Maron's podcast. He plug he oh. plugged it on, on, on there a couple of times. Oh really? Oh yeah, really? Good. Before hmm. I brought it up. Yeah. Good. Wow. But I, I think it was only in theaters for a month. By the way, I think it was November to December. The DVD came out in December. <laughs> <laughs> I think, I, if I'm not mistaken, it's the closest you can get to a straight to DVD release. <laughs> pretty much, pretty much. I mean, what about this movie? This other movie that's going to come out, the uh, the hosters. I mean, with everybody almost. I mean, even Johnny Depp is in it. 
Well, I like the cast. I'll, I'll watch it. I like. Yeah, the cast is great. Yeah. I mean, for the premise, I think they did the, the, the best job they could do. It, it was such a ridiculous <laughs> plot that. Or yeah, uh, well, that, that, maybe maybe it would have been different if they they went the route of like uh, the human centipede. <laughs> just just made it completely serious and and like a real horror film. But well, you know, during during the podcast, he uh, uh, Kevin Smith almost said, "Well, you know what? I, I the reason why I'm doing this movie is because I'm I'm rich. That's why I can do this." Yeah, movie. it's pretty bored. Like I think it was bored. Like, <laughs> yeah, pretty much. I want to get out there and do something. Hmm. And it, yeah, it seems like a fun movie to make. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. And it's one of those things that, you know, it, it may have some kind of cult following, you know? Like, Human Centipede has some kind of cult following. Yeah, definitely. Mm. Yeah, so. Yeah. And people people keep coming back for Paranormal Activity each year, so. And the, and the Saw films yeah. as well. I mean, so I, I mean, like, I, I've, I've seen all the Saw films. You like oh, you have? I can't watch them. And, and, I, and I think, like, the last. Maybe out of the. I think there were seven movies in total. Out of those seven Jesus, movies, really? maybe seven yeah, songs? seven. Wow, and I've and I've wow. seen them all. But but out of those seven, <laughs> no way. Uh huh. Maybe two of them are legitimately good films. Wow. The, the rest, part the one. first one is good, and I think the third yeah. one was good, and they, wow. and also the fifth or sixth one. One of those two was pretty good as well. But jeez. But it it, it became kind of it became more about the effects later on yeah, because the first movie was pretty right? the first movie was pretty low budget so you don't get to see that much torture stuff you know it's more uh, okay. it's more suspense and uh backstory i like i like it when suspense is the is the motive like the, the, the driver a big potter's yeah versus like you don't have to go full gore this movie actually a lot <laughs> of it wasn't very gory because it, it was basically cut to you know you see the foot in the bucket then cut to you know he has tusk in his mouth. Then cut to you know he's underwater yeah. looking at a, another de- a dead walrus. Yeah, and, you know, and, and the stitch and like the, the stitching was kind of uh, yeah. off screen. So right, yeah, it wasn't it wasn't all that bad. I've seen right. I've seen worse. Yeah, exactly. Mm. So let me talk. No. Uh, Ty, of all of the characters, who was your favorite? My favorite. Yeah, just one. Mm. Name one favorite off the top of your head. Like when you think about the movie, I, I, I think Justin Long. Oh, okay, what about you, Dick? Uh, Johnny Depp or, or Mister Mister Howard? Okay, and what about you, uh, Tosh? I think Mister Howard as well because that guy committed to the role, man. Like he, yeah, that's true. So you guys, know, none of you have seen Snatch, right? That's a, that's that's a consensus. Nobody's seen it. Uh, Snatch is that you said no, that's the John John Depp one, right? No, 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 Johnny Depp. Brad Pitt's in it, but Jason... I mean Brad Pitt. Sorry, Brad Pitt. Yeah, I you know what? Actually, Dick, I'm Jason sorry. That Staten. is actually yeah. That movie is actually one of one of my favorite movies. I, I, I didn't. I, 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 I knew you had seen it. Man. Yeah, I, when I went when I went to go look it up after the show, when you told me to go watch it, it it is actually in my queue, and I I actually rated it, and I've seen it like probably. Five times. I love that movie. You know, the, the, so you recognize him, right? Yeah, uh, yeah. I do. I need to watch it again, but yeah, I vaguely remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know who I'm Guys, talking about? Yes, I do. Okay. I think I, I think I do. Yeah, and, uh, yeah. The, the mobster. That's him. Yeah, he reminds me. Yeah, and, 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 he reminds me kind of Malcolm McDowell in his delivery. Malcolm McDowell. 
Yeah, he's got it. Oh, okay. He, well, he's from the Clockwork Orange, but in his later roles, he he's basically like the 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 bad guy, the long winded monologue guy. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah, for me, for me, I would say my favorite character, hands down, is Mister is Howard Howe. Hands down, like, like the movie. I, 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 there's no way this movie would be any. It would not have a two and a half rating from me if he wasn't in it. <laughs> yeah, and he's a good actor. So that's yeah. Good. Yeah, Johnny Depp. You know, Johnny Depp was cute. Uh, he wasn't um, necessary. Yeah, it was not necessary. He didn't. I. I. I didn't need to see him in the movie. But. But uh, Howard Howe, the movie wouldn't have done well without him. Like um, Teddy, his co-host, forgettable. You know. Uh. You know. Like his girlfriend, cute. Uh. You know, pretty girl. But she didn't add anything to the movie. But Howard Howe, I mean. The stories he was telling, I I even rewound it a few times just to listen again to him talking about you know having met Hemingway and you know. So if he if this guy was real, he was in like a psycho. Would you go talk to him? No. No. <laughs> not not after not after this movie. <laughs> what if uh, what if we all went together, the four of us? <laughs> and then actually, you know, he he like stitches us together and into oh, a human centipede. No, come on. <laughs> no, I, I would I would meet in a public place. That's that's what I would do. <laughs> just okay. meet at a cafe and just talk there. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> <laughs> Why did you have to put that in my room? I'm just saying. Come on, like, really? I, I, only if I could be at the front, though. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I'm, I'm clearly the front. <laughs> <sighs> I'm not going to sleep tonight. Uh, <laughs> uh, anyway. <laughs> yeah. Any any other uh, movies or weird movies? You, any weird movie you guys have watched recently? Uh, anything b- weirder than this, or just weird in general? Weird. So not good movies. Weird movies. Um, I saw one today. Which one was that? Uh, it was called Enter the Void. Enter the Void. It's on Netflix. Okay. What is it about? Um, boy, what is it about? <laughs> what is it not about? <laughs> it's it's not about it's not about uh, walruses or centipedes. <laughs> It's actually, I think the movie's about DMT. Mm. So oh, is is DMT the the uh, the the drug? You mean? Yeah, that's what I think. Okay. It's mm. it's it's weird movie, but uh, it's interesting if you have the time to watch it. But you know, DMT is that thing that that Joe Rogan does uh, at time. Yeah, I know he did a he did the, the documentary of DMT. I know he was the the host of it or the voice. Right. Yeah, he he's really big into it. Yeah, I'm sure. I I, I can uh, see him being into that. Yeah, he likes yeah. he likes expanding his mind. Yeah, I can see some intellectuals being. Into it. I think Joe Rogan's an intellectual. I think. Yeah, I, I'd give him. And that. then uh, Doug him. Benson as well. He's, Who else? Doug Benson. He's kind of like a new new kind of spiritualist, but. Mm. Uh, what kind of what kind of spiritual stuff? Ah, I don't know. <laughs> oh. Yeah, sort of like that, like kind of transcendental stuff, transcendental experiences, okay. meditation, and meditation. Stuff like that? Uh, yeah. Mm. yeah. Okay, so enter the void. Okay, cool. It's kind of it's kind of about out of body being out of your body. I think. Yeah. Oh, okay. 
But you have to have patience to watch it, and you know, maybe just watch it by yourself <laughs> with an open mind. But it's not okay. it's nothing like Tusk. It's nothing that's gonna be like, oh my god, what am I watching? But it's <laughs> <laughs> okay. I I googled uh, weird movies on Netflix, and that was one of them. And the description of it, even though it has a fairly low rating, it's like two and a half stars or something like that on Netflix. But the description of it made me want to watch it. It was like, there's no movie you'll ever see like this again. And no no director's bold enough to make another one like it. And I was like, you know what? I'll watch it. Well, I, I would say Tusk is that movie for me. <laughs> no no director is bold enough to do this. Yeah. I don't think anybody's going to do that. Yeah. Okay. Now, I, um, the, you know, speaking of ratings and Netflix, I don't, I don't trust those at all. Well, uh, no, some, some I don't either. Like sometimes I think it's fake for the yeah. for the Netflix shows. <laughs> Even though, uh, yeah. I, I, so, I, like Hemlock Grove was low and I it needed to be low. Is it even still on there? I don't know. I, I, I think so. Isn't that one of the shows? Yeah, it is. Yeah, I think so. But the, I think it's still the on one there. with the, the animated show with uh, the horse that started off with low ratings, and now it has like a four or five. It's like really. Oh wow! But I don't like that show. Oh. I didn't give it enough time, but I don't, I don't really like it. Oh okay. All right, cool. And so, anything weird? Uh, not for me. Uh, uh you guys? Uh, uh, no. Well, not not recently, but that that DMT stuff kind of made me think of uh, Super High Me. It's mm. a documentary mm. by uh, Doug Benson. It's on Netflix as well. And oh, he, he basically did a, a, a Super Size Me, but instead of McDonald's food, uh, weed. weed. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, so for a, a month, he just went on a, a weed binge. Binge? Only, yeah. only weed? Yeah. Well, no, yeah, of course, he, he would eat as well, but like... Uh, he would like take Im- immense amounts of weed each day and monitor his, uh, you know, the changes to his body, mm-hmm. uh, and also co- go kind of go into the legislature about around you know medical marijuana and stuff. Mm. Excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. <laughs> <laughs> Who was that? Why is anybody calling you. here on a Sunday? I don't know, man. I probably think it's the church. Yeah, I guess. Uh, super high. Yeah, me. so super high. Okay. Me. It's 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 by no means a good documentary, but it's oh, it's pre- it's it's a lot of fun. It's like you you almost get into that mind state, like you almost feel a little high after watching that, <laughs> like <laughs> because so because he, be he well then yeah if you if you can maybe I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but uh well, you know doc benson he's he's kind of when you look at him it's like he's always high that's just that's just his face you know that's the way he looks but <laughs> really but it, that movie he kind of goes <laughs> um. goes full force with it <laughs> he goes full high full high <laughs> all right cool all right so, any final thoughts, guys? Uh, huh? I'm glad we got out of the way, guys. <laughs> so, I guess I guess uh, in the next two weeks we are. I mean, uh, Apple's 
stuff is gonna be uh, for the Apple Watch stuff. There's gonna be there's new a lot of stuff coming out about that. Maybe we'll talk about that. Okay. Yeah. Um, and uh, the Hololens, we'll talk about that. That's Microsoft's uh, Google Glass uh, One Upper thing. Really? Wow, it's more. But but Google Glass more to a Oculus Rift though. Yeah, I guess. <coughs> what are you saying? To, uh, to, uh, Google, Google Glass kind of already dead, right? So there's not much to one up. Well, it's it's dead. It's dead. The developer program is dead. But they uh, they put Google Glass under Tony Fadell, the guy who did the Nest, and also uh, one of the uh, the main guy who did the iPod. Okay. It's now in his hands. So I'm imagining that that Google Glass is dead for the developer program. But I'm pretty sure they're gonna try to do something with it for consumer. Uh, yeah. I mean, Tony Fadell is a guy who knows how to do the consumer. So I'm imagining. That's why they put him on it. Right. Yeah. But yeah, you're right. It's dead basically right now. <laughs> so I, anything and, we're watching? Uh, for me, no. I just, I'm reading. Uh, I'm right now reading The Name of the Wind by Patrick Ruffus. Uh, and uh, uh, I'm getting into meditation. And so I haven't had much time to really watch much TV. Meditation? Pretty deep. Yeah, you know, getting the mind to line up and, uh, you know, uh, to get right in the, the, you know. Masturbation can be meditation too, so, <laughs> in case you didn't know. I'll consider that. Okay. You might be, you might be meditating more than you think. Oh, <laughs> wow. <laughs> hey, yo. Hey, yo. And Dick? Uh, <laughs> meditating <laughs> no I'm just kidding uh, uh, let me see I've why I started watching regular show uh, you guys know what that is oh no. the regular show yeah I love that show what's what's that uh, it's a cartoon on the cartoon network right yeah well yeah I, I don't know where it's, I see it on Netflix but I think it is cartoon network it's and, basically it's a bird uh, and uh, uh, it's a, no, it's a bird and a uh, what raccoon? is he a rac- raccoon? Yeah, a bird and a raccoon, and they're like best of friends. They're basically stoners, man. They're two stoners, basically. They're, they're twenty three years old. <laughs> it's like it's yeah. like a Ren and Stimpy. Ren and Stimpy. They said in the thing? first episode. Uh, they're not like Ren. And St- they're they're more like um, they're more like two guys who are. Uh, the, you what? don't think they're like? I think it's kind of like Adventure Time, except for there's nothing like. It's not like Adventure Time, but they're... <laughs> but okay, their relationship yeah, so, is like adve- like the main characters in Adventure Time, you mean? Yeah, but like one... Like Adventure Time... Yeah, yeah, I guess you could say Adventure Time. Because uh, like one of them, like uh, the the bird, um, the, the Blue Jay, he's in love with this other bird, uh, like a red cardinal, the girl. And of course, the squirrel is always making fun of him. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, oh, you, you know, you're scared to kiss her, you know, and stuff like that. So another it's a, crazy cartoon, and yeah, the the, the guys got me into it. Um, Kanye and Dozier over here. Oh, okay. <laughs> I love that show. I I still like Adventure Time better, but it's a good show. Yeah. And uh, I'm just re- you know I'm in school, so I'm reading my school books. Doing yeah, yeah. <laughs> cool. And Ty. Um. I haven't been watching a lot of stuff. Um, 
Med- meditation? Uh, I do like meditation. I do do it occasionally. Mm. Not masturbation, but <laughs> meditation. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I've actually been uh, using a couple of things. So the other day I bought myself a Rubik's Cube. Oh, cool. And I decided to teach myself how to solve the thing. Are you, are you going to use the, like the, the, using the steps? Yeah. So you're trying to memorize the steps? That's all? Yeah, true. Oh, okay. Because I've had a Rubik's Cube before and I tried to solve it like on my you own. You can't. It is possible, I know, but, but you need to be yeah. very smart for that. <laughs> and I'm not that smart. You know. And actually, today I've mastered the cube. You mastered it? Yeah. Meaning you got it to, to, to go, or you actually know how to do it in your head? I actually know how to solve it out of my hand oh. without any assistance whatsoever. Put a video up on YouTube. Yeah, put a speed, put a speed <laughs> run on, uh, on YouTube. <laughs> what, what's your best time or do, do, do you not keep time uh, I've I've clocked it two times and the first time was five and a half minutes and the second time was around four or something <laughs> and it's not that I like speed cubing like in 30 seconds and I probably will never get to that level because I've kind of looked into that and like you basically have to memorize 120 algorithms to being able to solve it, and I'm like, no, that's not gonna happen. Well, never say never, though. 120 different algorithms, and knowing which algorithm to use when. That's a lot of time to waste. You can do it. Yeah, exactly. Someone, someone does it. That means you can do it. I, I would say, I, I never say never. Uh, you can say that's not you're not interested in that. And you don't want to. You don't. Yeah, that. that's a different. That's a different scenario. But to say never, I I don't know. Yeah, no, it's it, it just basically to me it seems way too much to because like the steps I use were kind of like the sort of official Rubik's cube way, mm-hmm. and that has out of my head like maybe eight. To nine algorithms, mm-hmm. and that's enough. No, because you you really need to keep track of when to use what. Okay. And with the hundred twenty uh, algorithms, you really gotta analyze the cube and know. Okay, I need to use one number one twenty, and then I need to use number ninety nine, and then number six. No. Sounds like fun. <laughs> hmm. Alright, cool. And also, I've been using this uh, new application to kind of keep track of how much do I actually use my phone. Because you know the trend nowadays is like unplug, right? Yes. And I, I kind of wanted to see like how often do I really use my phone, you know and to give you guys a little insight on my actual usage for like the past 23 hours uh-huh. I have 62 unlocks 190 no 179 app accesses and 7 hours of device use see see this is why I don't want to get a heart rate monitor We're, we've all become <laughs> masturbators man 
<laughs> measure meters. Yes. Uh, we have. But but that's the trend nowadays, right? Everything needs to needs to be quantified. Well, it's like okay, so now you have the information. What are you gonna do with it? Uh, feel I'm bad. Gonna see like, <laughs> yeah, I feel bad and like. You know, in a way, it's like, do I really need to use my phone this much? No, well, if you're going to make it stop. I do, but. If you make it stop and use it less, then I guess that's good. But is it, though? It makes you conscious of something. It's like saying, uh, I wish that nobody told me that me throwing my oil down the drain was something bad. You know, it's, you know what it does, so you're like, maybe I shouldn't do this much. It's it's bad. Mm. I'm not saying using your phone is as bad as throwing oil down the drain, but. <laughs> what I'm saying is you know it's not a good thing right right yeah alright cool so you're measuring you're measuring your your, your phone usage yeah exactly alright what, cool. what do you look at the most on your phone um Facebook let me see no Whatsapp Whatsapp really yeah wow okay alright cool cause I've actually access is 64 times today yeah well that yeah. that's that's called obsessive about, you're, you're like what about you're, you're uh i actually don't use snapchat what? neither do I. I i do have an account on snapchat but i never really used it and never really gotten into like using it do you use it of or? course he does his dick come on i used to i've kind of stopped i mean i did a snap me <laughs> because too many of these pictures had my face along with uh, oh my <laughs> gosh Dick come on Dick uh, alright yeah my favorite shot is, the, t- is the undershot okay. oh my gosh <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh oh, yeah Dick subject. yeah so Tosh what have you been watching uh, I've been watching uh, this Netflix show uh, it's called Lily Hammer. Is it good? Oh yeah, that's I, a good I show. Have it on my list. Is it good? It's a really good show. It's, it's really good. I've finished like the the three seasons that are up now in a week and a half or so, <laughs> two, two oh, weeks wow. maybe. Uh, yeah, it's okay, it's, it's, it's really it's really well. Uh, let me say, no, I'm I'm not going to say too much. It's 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 a funny show. It's about uh this New York mobster who flees the country and. Settles in this place called Lily Lillehammer in uh, in yeah. Norway. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, yeah, kind of just lays low there or try or tries to at least. Yeah, but, uh, yeah, kinda, kinda, he tries to, yeah, tries to, but can't, he can't really shake his mobster mentality. So he kind of, you know, starts an empire there. So uh, oh, much. No, let me ask you. Let me ask you this, Tosh. His face. What do you think of his face? I love his face. He always, he always has that look. Yeah, I, I love it. It's like, it's, it's like, it's like something is ah, oh, it drives me crazy. Really? Like, like smelling way. something or uh, like you said, like the, like he walks in the room. What does that smell? Like yeah. Renee Zellweger? <laughs> really? No, no, not not, like, not 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 like Renee Zellweger. More like De Niro. <laughs> like when De Niro's face gets contorted. Oh, okay. It, but he's like that all the time. <laughs> all the time. I mean, oh, all I, the I time. That, that, I mean, he's looking at he's looking at a woman he's inter- he's interested in for half a second. There's like a maybe a half a smile, and then that face comes up. Yeah, <laughs> and it's like wow. You hate it, and Tosh loves it. 
Yeah. It, 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 it kind of makes the show for me. I mean, like the, the, <laughs> I mean, this, this really uh, uh, kind of cheesy mobster dude in this really like cold place. Yeah. Cold and c- kind of bureaucratic place, you know, <laughs> like, where, yeah. where nothing much happens. You know, the police is useless. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Pretty much. Uh, yeah. So I really enjoyed that. Um, I've been getting into, uh, this new podcast kind of because of Radio Lab. Um, it's called Invisibilia. Oh, that's a great show. Oh, great show. Yeah. Oh, it's an awesome show. And that's, yeah, it, it, it's, it's kind of, it messes with you in a way. Kind of like Radio mm-hmm. Lab does sometimes. It gets, sometimes it, it, it hits really close to home or it's like really emotional or really. Or it's, what did you think of the first episode? Ah, uh, uh, man. Like, you mean like the, the first story that they touch on? Yeah. Well, yeah. Like, basically for me, the whole Yeah, episode. and also that last part with uh, the, the guy that's locked in, you know? Yeah. yeah. It's, it's all so compelling. And it got me depressed, man. Like, <laughs> that means it's like, a good show then. Yeah, but... I, I was almost at the point like I'm gonna tweet these guys and like say, "Did you really have to make the show?" Because now I'm feeling depressed and like you ma- you 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 would make what? their day. You should have. <laughs> <laughs> I, I guess. Yeah. Well, but it was it was it's great stuff. Yeah, but but you but you, you should you should balance it with Radio Lab because their stuff is a little more uplifting sometimes. <laughs> I I don't I don't think yeah. I've ever been depressed by any Radio Lab episode, even when it's sad. Man, because they the, the music is so great, and it's like it's sort of they they know how to balance it yeah. on their own show. Yeah, do, do you do you remember that uh, uh, blame episode of Radio Lab? Uh, vaguely. W- what was it about? Well, the, the, the one story that got to me was um, there is this guy, uh, and his daughter is murdered. Uh, was during during a robbery, and. They they get the guy and he gets uh, life in in prison, uh, you know, without parole. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I don't remember that one. Yeah, and 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 the guy, like the father of of, of the the murdered woman, he, he comes to a point. Oh yes. Yeah, he comes to a point I, where yeah. he uh, he actually says in in court to the guy, like, "I don't hate you. Right. I hate I hate the thing that you've done." Yeah, and then yeah. a- that, afterwards, he he writes the 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 guy a letter like I've forgiven you. Yeah, and they become friends. And they become friends. Yeah, they they, they keep yes, up correspondence for years and years, and then yeah, they they build a relationship. Yeah, really. I, I mean, the thing is that the, the the thing that made me really upset about that story, is, I mean, of course, you know, the guy could do what he wants, but he didn't just kill his daughter. He basically, you know, more than killed his daughter. What did he do? Like he assaulted. I mean, he's, he basically oh, sexually he assaulted her. her. Yeah, so mm-hmm. so like, like, and the, and the thing is that the daughter was his adoptive daughter, wasn't she? True. Yeah. Yeah, you know. So so I, like, part of me was wondering. Okay, yeah, I know he forgave this guy, and he went beyond forgiving him to like actually, you know, be, staying in touch with this guy. But would it have, would it have been the same if the girl was not his adoptive daughter? Like, what do you think about that? Yeah, I don't think I don't think so, it would have made a difference. You don't think so? No. Mm. 
Well, I don't think so. We're gonna let you charge eleven with it. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I know, I know, but I just, I don't know. I, yeah, perhaps. I don't know. I, 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 me, I'm listening to the story, and I thought to myself, uh, that I thought to myself that uh, this, you know, this wouldn't have happened if it was his actual dog. I don't know. I'm, I guess I'm cynical, but I just thought you, you don't know. You don't know, but yeah, maybe it's just a different kind of person. Yeah. I mean, either way, it could be a, a a niece of yours, you know, and and you still would feel bad about what happened. It doesn't take away the fact that somebody doesn't imagine it, okay? Right. If you decide to forgive him, you decide to forgive him. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But so yeah, in, in in this case, um, from the perspective of 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 the father, um. I was just moved by the, the the strength of character, you know, like that you can get to a place where e- even after the the uh, the murderer kind of lays out the the, the, the events that, that that transpired, you know, like uh, after after a, a few years of of keeping up that relationship, the the father finally builds up the courage to ask him what, what happened that day. And he writes him a letter back with, yeah, just oh. where he just lays it out for him. Oh. And he, and still after that, oh. he, he's still as forgiving as he was and still, yeah, they remain friends See, to this day. And, and you look up, you, you find some kind of like, uh, what's the word you use? You, you actually like that? You admire that? Yeah, you I do. I do admire when I, Whenever that. I hear stories like that, I, I, I get upset at the person. Oh my God! Don't let go of the hate. I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> Just because me personally, I'd be like, "Oh, my only wish in life would be to get this guy and then the I I I can see what you mean. Like, I mean, for for me also, it, it, even though that that he's forgiven that guy, I I don't think uh, what he did can in any way be justified. Mm-hmm. But still, like the just the fact that there are people around who are so willing to forgive, you know? yeah. And that that's the strength of, of a show like 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 Radio Lab. It can be so all encompassing, you know. Like uh, it can reveal so much about the human condition. Yeah. Yeah. I actually heard that episode. I heard that episode twice, man, and both times I I was just right. I it was I know it was angry. It's just um uh, I don't know. It just really just upsetting. I was just like, man. Yeah, but you know that's my flaw, right? I mean, I I am I am not a very uh, I don't let go of things as easy as a lot of people do. Mm-hmm. Mm. Unfortunately. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so that <laughs> so much for what I've been watching. No, no, I've managed to depress everyone. Uh, <laughs> but uh, the the Rubik's cube kind of got me thinking. I, I've uh, found like uh, a new iOS game that's very addictive. It's called Ooh. Logic Dots. Oh. And it's yeah, it's a puzzle game. And it's kind of a combination between Sudoku and 
Mm-hmm. Uh, what's this game called? Where you connect the lines? Uh, or connect? Um, connect the dots? No, 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 no. It's also an iOS game. It's it's kind of similar to Candy Crush, but uh, more clean. I think it's come. <laughs> I, no, I think it's come up. I think it's come up. It's uh, two dots. I think it's two dots or something. Oh, like. oh yeah, yeah. Oh, I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They they have they have two dots and they have don't they have just regular dots and two dots they have two versions right yeah right you have dots and two dots two, right 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 so yeah. I, I had both. yeah so logic dots you get a grid um where uh, each grid has a number above it and a number uh, to the left of it mm. and that determines how many uh, dots can go along that row or column oh okay and then you have uh, like a, a, a set number of shapes. Either a three dot shape or a two dot shape or one dot shape that you have to fit on that grid, whilst uh, you know complying to all those numbers. Mm-hmm. So it's it's yeah it's, it's really I don't know it's kind of meditative in a way. It's kind it's kind of like Monument Valley like okay. You just, cool. you, Is it free? You, yeah, it's free. well it's freemium again. Like you oh, okay. You can do the first hmm. maybe ninety levels or so for free. Okay, okay, and then cool. Then you either pay or you have to, I don't know, mi- microtransact to move along. Cool. So the, All right, that's good. my lineup for today. Oh, okay, so Lilyhammer, Invisible, yeah, and Logic Dots, right? And it doesn't. That's iOS only. It doesn't have an Android game, probably. I don't know. Oh, okay. Uh, doesn't seem to have one. Oh, okay. Sadly. Yeah, yeah. It's it's for the better, anyways. What? Come <laughs> on, man. Appreciate a brother. <laughs> hey, it's going hate, man. Hey, it's going hate. <laughs> <laughs> All right, cool. And Dick, you, um, you, you going to close this out, Dick? Did uh, Ty say what he's watching? Yeah, Ty, Ty is watching yeah, the Rubik's Cube. And, oh, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and his uh, unlocking. Tasha's was, was so long, I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> We went into the radio lab, man. That you can, uh, no. That's what happens. Yeah. Okay, so that's it, folks. Yes, sir. And, uh, uh, where, where, where can we find you guys? We'll start off with uh, Ty. Where you at? You can find me on uh, Twitter, ty09, and uh, occasionally on Instagram. <laughs> okay, uh, Clay, where you at? CW Daily on Twitter and also Instagram CW Daily and anywhere else you could look me up at CW Daily and if if I'm there that's where I, that's what I'm under. So I need to go find some the newest thing and get CW Daily before you get it. <laughs> Tosh, uh, I'm at Tosh Polak on Twitter and my website is www.toshiropolak.com. How often do you update your website? Um, not often. <laughs> oh. <laughs> like you, Dick. Yeah, I know. I just, I, I didn't know if it was something, any, anything new on there. Uh, no, not, not as of late, but, uh, I'm, I'm thinking about it. Okay. He's probably going to write about Radio Lab and Forgiveness. Right. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm at, you, uh, Dick underscore daily. That's my Twitter handle. I, I wanted to just dig daily, but somebody, somebody got it. Go talk to them. Yeah. And, oh, uh, oh, yeah. doesn't hurt. And just what? Hey. Just ask him, hey, can I have it? 
Can I, are you? Can I have your dick daily? <laughs> oh my I, gosh! I see, oh, I see wow. you're using it. Wow. Okay. And uh, yeah, websites at dailybeast.com. D a l y. And uh, that's usually where I'm at. Those, but I'm not. I'm not updated either. The website. <laughs> so cool. that, and I'm hardly on Twitter. <laughs> Yeah, pretty much. You're never on Twitter. You're, you're, you're just out in the real world. No, seriously, yeah, no. Much. Twitter, I, I'm i sorry. And I get Twitter. I get it. I just don't. I don't. I'm not feeling it. You're not You're not there. That's why. <laughs> I, I've, but the thing is, I've, I've given attempts to be there. And I'm like, what am I doing here? What is this place? Just come back again. Talk to me. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, if you just gotta go, you start engaging with me, and I'll, I'll answer. But, I, yeah, I try I, to engage with you. You never do anything when I engage <laughs> with you. <laughs> I don't see it until like two weeks later. I'm like, hey, I know that. That's my point. <laughs> oh, so the point. So, so the thing is, I need to stay on Twitter and look at my phone all the time. And see no, have see. notifications no, just, on for your name. Yeah. Oh, I got you. Yeah, exactly. Do you have a Twitter app installed? Yeah, I think he does. Doesn't he? I do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I do. Yeah. All right, so we'll, we'll I'll engage with you, and hopefully you'll put notifications on. But shouldn't it go? Should notify me on my phone. You'd have to turn the notifications on. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Put yeah. them on right now. Yeah. yeah. All right, let's close this show out. Mm-hmm. Later, guys. All right. All right. Oh later. yeah, just, just abruptly. Adios. <laughs> later. <laughs> Tosh. Peace. Return to your regular scheduled program. Something weird ass this way comes. Next week, Wandering Wallace takes a raunchy road trip up to the Great White North to meet with a star. So we're about to do Smodcast episode 259, me and Scott Mosier. A few people had tweeted me a, a link to the story that appeared in an online ad on a website it's called gumtree.uk. Hello. I am looking for a lodger in my house. I have had a long and interesting life. A room for rent in exchange for an odd payment. I have, over the last few months, been constructing a realistic walrus costume. (laughs) To take on position as my lodger, you must be prepared to wear the walrus suit for approximately two hours each day. There's a point in the podcast where you can hear my mind snap into like a ding. And I'm like, this movie needs to exist. Number one, (laughs) anyone listening to this, copyright Kevin Scott. Because this is a horror movie. Suddenly it becomes viable. It goes from dopey podcast conversation to, you know, this hashtag. Walrus yes, walrus no. Your vote is crucial. (laughs) Checking the walrus yes hashtag. It's thousands. Started here on a microphone, then went here to the laptop. Suddenly, I had myself a script. 
saying it at Comic-Con made it real. One month ago, there was no f***ing walrus movie in my life whatsoever. And one month later, man, it looks like if, if everything's good, if everything works out the way I would like it to work out, we're going to make Tusk. Hello. I'm an old man who has enjoyed a long and storied life at sea. I know I do not wish to spend my remaining years alone in a giant house, not when I have such stories to share. Now, always do sober what you do drunk. That'll teach you to keep your mouth shut. Hemingway said that. Yes, he did. And he said it to me. Everything about this is very much a Smodcast picture. I took that very seriously because the whole movie's generated from podcasts. So the script is full of things that we've talked about in Smodcast over the year, including the, the hobo spider. That was something we talked about in like one of the first 20 episodes of the podcast. Spider? Yes, a brown recluse. Really toxic little insect. These woods are full of them. The, the guy is a podcaster in the movie. Like it's the first movie born of a podcast. And it's the first movie about a podcaster. You know, I like going through weird, stupid doors first that nobody gives a shit about. Uh, Ralph Garman's in the movie, my co-host from Hollywood Babylon. Same as they do in the States. It sure puts the BM in the PM's coffee. That is something. Harley, my daughter, who I talk about on the podcast and who I've done an episode or two of Smodcast with. I hate American guys. When you hear me sit there and talk about Tusk, I'm always trying to give credit to this person, credit to this person. I share a lot of credit because it was a collaborative effort, but really it was the people who hashtag Walrus Yes. Because, you know, sometimes you just need total strangers to be like, You're doing the right thing. And I had a bunch of total strangers going, do it. There's no reason to not chase all your dreams or push all your whimsies, you know, just to see where they go. Unless your whimsies involve hurting people. Like if your whimsies are like, I want to sew a guy into a walrus suit for real, I ain't talking to you. Ah!